Welcome to a special edition of the Ramp Check Podcast. I'm Tony Rumfalo. Aaron and Ryan are, uh, well, on special assignment. Uh, actually, you could say I'm the one that's on special assignment because I get to put together highlights from the Warriors over the Wasatch Air Show. It happened last weekend at Hill Air Force Base in Ogden, Utah. Check out the special edition of the podcast today. I've got some of my favorite moments. Uh, hopefully, they were some of yours if you were there. Uh, also, make sure you check out our Instagram page, Aaron Ryan. Ryan and myself have put out some really awesome pictures uh, from the air show. Our uh, Instagram is at rampcheckglobal. And of course, uh, once you listen to the podcast, make sure you uh, subscribe if you're not already. Give us a five-star rating. And of course, uh, share the Ramcheck podcast with your friends. Just the Ramcheck podcast. Hope you enjoy the show. People like you, organizations like Rain Check, I love you guys. You are clear for takeoff runway 21 left, winds are calm. Stand by for the free trans on uniform. It's showtime. Bruce, how you doing today? Doing well, thanks. Good. What's your name? McKenna. McKenna? No? And Jess. Jess? My girlfriend's name is Jess. That's a cool name. Knuckle, knuckle bump. Um, Sam? How you doing, Sam? So, just so you guys know, you are our first official guests of the Ramp Check podcast. Uh-oh. Is that pretty awesome, right? You're like... you're like. Yeah, that's right. It might be up to it. Not a good start for it. Well, and it's okay if you're like... We'll do all right. It's okay if you say, who? Uh, <laughs> But uh, so, how many air shows have you been to? Uh, we go to this one every year. Uh-huh. Well, every other year, I guess it is. And then we go to Vegas, and we're headed to San Diego next year. So, oh, nice. I grew up Air Force. My uh, my wife grew up uh, Army, uh-huh. and then our friend, he's in the National Guard. So, uh, we're just military all over. So, yeah. any I, air shows we could go to, we try to. We grew up here in Utah, and I uh, saw Top Gun about twenty times, and right. then joined right. the Air Force. Was ready to uh, see the world. Went to basic training down at Lackland, went to oh, my right. tech school at right. uh, um, Keesler down in Mississippi, oh, yeah. and then guess where my first assignment was? <laughs> Not where you wanted? <laughs> Hill Air Force Base, oh, no, Utah. Hey, who wouldn't want that, right? So, yeah, so I came home. It's it's cool, but right. uh, yeah. You well, wanted to go far away and out to... Our first time was Japan. Well, actually, it was uh, North Dakota. So I don't know if that's uh, any better or different. Well, that's true. It's different. Yeah. There's no mountains out there. Yeah, but, it's but a then we got flat, silence right? overseas in Japan, and that was fun. So. <laughs> oh yeah, that yeah, was cool. That's very. Cool. Uh, what did you do in the Air Force? Uh, actually, my dad. He was an oh. Air Force dentist. Oh, cool. And he got oh, to work nice. on all the pilots' teeth. So yeah, he was he able did. to go uh, take uh, trip rides and uh, that kind of stuff with the pilots. Oh, that he oh yeah, that's was able awesome. to work on. So cool. B-52 pilots, F-16 pilots, oh, wow. you know, nice. just different. And so you fly patterns. You fly now, though? You fly... I do. I'm a pilot out of Spanish Okay, Ford, what, yeah. what do you typically fly? What, what I started DA-20s, um, okay. but a friend of mine's got a Cessna, and then, uh, so basically Cessnas and, yeah. and Diamond aircraft, oh, cool. so oh, nice. DA-40s. Very cool. Okay, so what's your favorite aircraft? Doesn't matter, military, commercial, private. To fly or to just see? Just anything. Anything. Oh, I don't know. Golly. How about you just give one of both? Your favorite to fly and then your favorite. Well, if of I all could time. fly, that F 35 would be sweet to be able to actually. <laughs> yeah. If I could do that. Yes. Get in line. <laughs> right, exactly. Okay, one last question. We'll let you guys go and get back to your day. Um, since you're a pilot, this is a great person to ask. Yeah. All right, what term do you prefer, cockpit or flight deck? I guess either works, but flight decks have always been military, right? Or, or uh, uh, airlines. 
Right. But Either. Cockpit, I guess it's been military, so. Right. Golly, which you. I mean, I'm a cockpit because I'm military. Flight line yeah. or flight, uh, flight deck go. would be okay. maybe, right. or, uh, airlines. Perfect. That settles that. Well, thanks again for your time. Enjoy the air show, you guys. Did you guys get stickers too? So, how did you get your call sign, Fangs? <laughs> I just got to know. They ask all the technical questions. I ask the, uh, you know, the the, uh, the off the wall questions. Man, based on your response, I'm sure we know where that would go. Yeah, maybe not. I don't know. I think, I think a guy I'm walks into a bar. That I think I'm gonna carry that. One. Okay, right. That's okay. That's all right. Yeah. We can respect. I will say that it turned out pretty good because you, you see some funny call signs. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. When, they, when I got named things, I was like, all right. Yeah, that's oh, a good awesome. one. I'll keep that yeah, one. That's, a good one. <laughs> that's awesome. Did you uh, fly after you got out of training? Did, were you in F-16s? Did you fly anything yes. else? So out get? of out of the pilot training, I got selected for F-16s. Okay. So leaving pilot training, we went to a, a school called uh, IFF, Intro to Fighter Fundamentals. Okay. We fly the T-38 more, so you don't switch yet, but you do everything okay. fighter related. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and awesome. then from there, I went to Luke. Uh, in Arizona, so you start F-16 training. Okay. We were there um, not very long ago. At yeah, the yeah, yeah. 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 So uh, I did about nine months at Luke, and then after that, I actually came here, and I was in the 421st, uh, the last F-16 squadron here. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, until right. about uh, October this year. Nice. Or this past year. Um, so how long? How long did it take to transition, like training-wise? So that from the F-16 to the F-35? Uh, it's about three and a half, four months. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so, not too bad. So it's it's different for someone who already was previously experienced because mm-hmm. a lot of the concepts remain the same. Like CAS, for example, right. the rules of CAS are the rules of CAS. You don't need to go relearn it. You just need to learn how to do it in this aircraft. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So the, the, what I commonly say is like, it's like basically learning like, all right, uh, in F-16, the button's here, and F-35, it's over here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. You're just learning the differences, and then uh, obviously the flight characteristics are a little different, but um, we're going yeah. One single engine plane to another single engine plane. That part's remained the same. Yeah. How's the how's the feel? Is it between the two? Like you're sitting in the aircraft, you're flying. You're like, oh. you know, I mean, how how do the how do the two compare as far as they feel? Uh, the the big difference I would say between the two of them, if you're fighting any kind of like aggressive maneuvering, like BFM or dogfighting. Uh, so the F thirty five is not AOA limited. Um, so you can go ahead and pull, which means you'll start increasing buffet. So you get a lot more buffet. Uh, the F-16, the flight control system F-16 is AOA limited, so it's much smoother. Uh, and you don't really get that buffet. It won't let you get to that buffet. Uh, you're talking angle of attack, right? Correct. AOA? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, no. It's, yeah. it's, it's for the... Yeah. No. <laughs> so and, I, and I don't know if you, you can even answer this one. This is just more curious. Is it on the side like the F-16 or in the middle? The stick? Side stick. Is side, side stick? Yeah. Okay. So that, that part was easy. Uh, okay. This stick moves a a little bit more than F-16 did. Okay. Uh, but the, that's still the same. Yeah, okay. Cool. So yeah, that part I was just nice. curious, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Lots, of, lots of buttons on it as well. So really? The, the <coughs> hands-on throttle and stick system, the HOTAS. Yeah. Uh, so obviously we can control most things without having to take our hands off the stick and throttle. Oh, dang. That's so, so cool. Buttons. Wow. That's we so jokingly cool. call it the piccolo drill because you're constantly like <laughs> moving around. That's awesome. That's cool. Yeah. I really admire what you guys do. It's so awesome. Like, just, I mean... Obviously, the top part is the service aspect for the country, but then just to be able to do something so badass, it's yeah. like, oh, it's so cool. Uh, so. I definitely, definitely don't hate my job. Yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> right? I think, awesome. I think it'll be, I've never met an Air Force pilot that, yeah. you know... That hated their that job? Hated their job. <laughs> yeah. Right? Usually, usually, if you get to that point, they usually find a way for you not to fly anymore. You, you start to hate it. Yeah, but yeah, really. That's pretty rare. Usually, yeah. everyone's excited to fly and excited, or not excited to do everything. 
that is not flying, you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Awesome. All the office work is for the birds. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> so I, I noticed today it's got the hard points on. Yes. How often do you guys fly with that? Because obviously it makes it less stealthy, right? Correct. Okay. So, uh, so yeah, it does. Oh, that's uh, cool. So, uh, not normally. Uh, it's more of a contingency type, so depending on what kind of situation we're in, like any kind of combat where okay. we maybe don't need the stealth aspect of it, oh, okay. then we can start doing that. And what that gives is just more bombs uh, okay. that we're able to carry. Okay. So, in turn, we're only able to carry two bombs right now. So, okay. uh, But when we don't need to be stealth anymore, we can start putting those externals, and then we can start carrying oh, that's four, awesome. you know, six bombs or so. And is that... That be like like close air support. Yes, yeah, like so that. that'd be the, that'd be the perfect not example. So necessary, really. Exactly. So like think of like an Afghanistan situation where um, you know salt is not exactly required. Sure. Uh, but sure. having more, more weapons to, in one sortie, if you will, is obviously much more preferred. So. So what what got you into wanting to fly? Like even way back as a kid even if you I mean what, so, what got you into it so when I was a kid obviously I grew up in Annapolis so I saw the Blue Angels every oh, yeah. every summer for uh, the Naval Academy graduation uh, so that kind of perked my interest a little bit um, and started a little more and then obviously when I made my decision to go to the Air Force Academy uh, when I entered the Academy I was like yes I definitely want to fly uh, and then as every uh, Academy situation is your first year is uh, not fun <laughs> yeah. so uh, by that point I was like man I don't want to fly because it's a 10 year commitment like I want to get out of the Air Force I, I kind of hated it yeah. Yeah. and then obviously that started to change started getting more accustomed to it and then uh, my between my sophomore and junior summer we have this thing at the Air Force Command called Opposite Air Force uh-huh. where you go to the Air Force Base and you see the different jobs trying to figure out what you want to do um, and at the time when I was just I still like the I don't want to be in the Air Force that long because um, so I just had really bad freshman year experience, and uh, I wanted to sit behind it or do a desk job, if you will. Uh, I did that for about two days on that officer force, and I was like, "This is terrible! Like, <laughs> I definitely want to fly now." That's awesome. Uh, and after that, the rest was history. So then I started, uh, I started flying right after uh, graduation, uh, okay. pilot training in Del Rio, um, and then as far as going from flying to flying fighters. Uh, when I was in pilot training, I really liked the formation aspect of it. Uh-huh. So learning to fly uh, in relation to another aircraft uh, and the maneuvering that came with it, uh, I just thought that, oh, that was more fun than yeah. uh, you know just flying instrument-wise. So, so at that point, I had a kind of decision I wanted to go fighters and worked out. Do you train in the, is it the Texan 2 or the T6 or yes. what? Yes, so, pi- so pilot training, you start in the, the Texan 2, the T6, okay. mm-hmm. um, and you do roughly four months of that okay. uh, where they take you through. Uh, the beginning as far as learning to take off land, the basics, okay. um, how to do some emergency procedures as far as spins and, uh, oh, and okay. kind of like stall. Uh, then you work towards a formation, like I said, mm-hmm. and like now flying in relation to another aircraft. Uh, and after about four months of that, then you transition to either a T1, which we actually have over there, okay. um, which right. is the uh, the heavy the cargo okay. cargo tanker truck mm-hmm. or okay. you can go T-38 which I heard we have one down here yes we did okay okay I haven't seen that one yet okay. but yeah, yeah. So then uh, the T-38 would be the fighter bomber track okay <laughs> um, and then there's also a UH-1 the helicopter track but then that one's kind of different because as soon as you go that route then you go to the army and train with the oh, army okay. for, oh, oh gotcha well thank you so yeah, much yeah, for no your problem. time really appreciate it and thanks for chatting with us and thanks for doing what you do appreciate it so, yeah. did we give you a sticker already yeah, yeah. I'm gonna check it out I am a podcast yeah. guy so I'm definitely gonna check oh, it out oh good okay yeah. We are here at the Warriors over the Wasatch. I believe that's what it's called, right? Yeah, I don't think <laughs> it's I want to make sure I'm... Yeah, it hasn't changed or anything. The Warriors over the Wasatch Air and Space Shield. Hill Air Force Base, Utah. 
Uh, if you're in Utah, it runs today and tomorrow. You should come up and uh, join it. But we're we're having a wonderful time. What do you think, little brother? Uh, we're having a good day. Eh? No, it's going good. We're having a great time. It's nice. Got our media credentials, and uh, there's a lot of people here. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's a lot of people watching the L39 fly right now, and uh, of course, Aaron. He's on the camera. That's right. Got the cannon gear out. You want to? You want to see some cool shots from today's air show? Go to our Instagram page, Ramp Check Podcast. Uh, Ramp Check Global. Yeah. Uh, Ramp Check Global. Yeah. Instagram. So at Ramp Check Global uh, to see some of our pictures, but uh, uh, we're also waiting for the F thirty five attack demo. Now that yeah, is going to be cool. Uh, four of them just took off, which was kind of funny because four F thirty fives took off, and then an L thirty nine. And they should have done it the opposite. They should have went with the L39 first because after seeing those F35s and then, <laughs> and then the L39, it was kind of like, oh, that's a cute little airplane. It's pretty funny, too. They're bragging about the... Sorry. Oh, yeah, aircraft. Sorry. They're, they're bragging about the... Uh, the thrust um, on the L-39 having, what was it, 3,500 pounds of thrust, 3,800 pounds, and the uh, F-35s have like, what, 40,000 pounds? Yeah. <laughs> it's fun. It's fun to watch. It's the most powerful engine ever put into a U.S. fighter, the uh, F-35s engine. It has 5,000 pounds more thrust than uh, F-22 engine. Obviously, the F-22 has two. Right. I'm talking about each engine. Exactly. Wow. Pretty awesome. All right, we'll check in with you again later. Okay, bye-bye. Here we are again at uh, Warriors over the Wasatch, uh, the Air and Space Show here, here at Hill Air Force Base <laughs> in uh, Ogden, Utah. I'm having so much fun, I can't even talk. So, uh, And we're meeting all kinds of new friends. Uh, right now we've got Ed with us. How are you, Ed? Great. Good. Great day for an air show. Oh, it's beautiful. Well, just about every day is a good day for an air show. Yeah, that's true. You know well, what? You can't beat the weather today. That's you're you're absolutely yes. right. Yes, <laughs> it is. So we saw you over here uh, uh, taking some pretty cool pictures as well. Uh, but you've got uh, you've got a pretty cool aviation background as well, I hear. Well, you know, I built a lot of model airplanes as a kid. Go. And amazingly enough, you go to the hobby shop and you don't have all the model airplanes like you did when I was a kid. I yeah. know, no, not there's anymore. so many other competing Even things. Even when I was a it's kid, sad, I, I did that all the time too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah so I enjoyed building a lot of model airplanes. You know, first of all, the plastic ones, then the yeah. bench into the balsa wood and standoff oh, wow. scale, and <laughs> read a lot of books along the way. And uh-huh. uh, you know, I always wanted to be a pilot. Yes. Couldn't afford it until I got out of graduate school. Okay. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got a degree that didn't have anything to do with flying. <laughs> uh, I have a master's in public health. And okay. moved, moved to Alaska because there's a lot of flying up there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, that's actually where I got my private license. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, that was kind of fun because uh, my initial training uh, was in a Satarbia Scout on skis in Bethel, Alaska. That's awesome. The first time I've ever been in an aircraft um, on floats was actually up in Alaska. Yeah. That was really cool. It was a 206 stationair uh, uh, Cessna. Yeah. Awesome. On floats. Yeah, they're I, great airplane. I was a flight dispatcher for SkyWest Airlines for several years, and uh, I've had some friends that uh, start out as dispatchers while they're building up their hours, and then they'll 
you know, then they'll leave when they're getting really serious. But I've had a couple of friends go up to Alaska yeah. to uh, to build their hours because there's plenty oh, of flying up there. Lots of opportunity. Yes. And uh, I was uh, in my my job. I had to travel all over the state, which was fun. Um, and after I got the, my private, uh, then I got a seaplane rating. Oh, And oh, wow, a half interest fine. in a... Cessna 170 and skis and floats. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> Never had wheels on it. Yeah, that's and, awesome. Uh, so, you know, kind of enjoyed that backcountry uh, right, that experience. That's great. That's great. So, you have uh, you have some ties to one of the, is it one of the performers today? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Barry Hancock, he's flying a T6, uh, beautiful yellow airplane. And uh, he, uh, in addition to his interest in aerobatics and air shows, uh, a couple of years ago started a uh, uh, flight school in Heber, and now he's got an office in Provo. And uh, just uh, likes to promote aviation, encourage young people. It's a great place to fly uh, because of, you know, his stable airplanes he has is really neat. But uh, the whole culture there is... Uh, Toward, uh, you know, aerobatics and the private court includes spin training, yeah, yeah, as I mentioned, right. which okay. is a uh, confidence builder. You know, I know when I got my private, and instructor, okay, now you can go out to practice air and practice spins. Oh, I don't know if I want to do that by myself. <laughs> uh, you know, as a newbie, you like yeah, that. Right, right. Uh, yeah. And uh, so that's uh, an important part of uh, the uh, the course at uh, Pilot Maker. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, the T6 during the war was known as Pilot Maker. So we called these right. flights called Pilot Maker. Oh, that's cool. See, the advanced yeah, flight academy. The T6. Uh, T6 is one of my favorite aircraft. Yeah, Once he's, again, he's it's nostalgia for me growing up, just uh, hearing, you, hearing that aircraft, yeah. watching Wild Bill Wild Hunsaker. Bill. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Remember, you remember yeah. Bill Hunsaker? Yeah, so, yeah. Oh, yeah. so I love the T6. So anytime we're talking about it, and we, we do this little aircraft challenge on our podcast and where we list all these aircraft and we have them go head-to-head. And the T6 had to go head-to-head with the F-35. And, of course, I picked the T6, and I'm sure you know what these guys picked. But, yeah. anyway, it's, so that's it's, awesome. That's the, great. The T6 is an awesome airplane, I'm glad but it's really a no-brainer. Yes, thank you. <laughs> thank you. That's funny. So, Ed, I have one more question for you, unless the other brothers do. How many air shows have you been into? been to? Oh, <laughs> well, I was just commenting. I've been to Oshkosh a, a dozen times. Uh-huh. Yeah, can you believe least. that? Wow. We need to go sometime. Yes, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, after I got back from Alaska, I've been seven years in Alaska, uh-huh. uh, and uh, not much air show activity up there, you know. Hellendorf <laughs> has an air show every couple of years, you know. But, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, so when I got back down to the States, actually my father just got back from Oshkosh with uh, Sean uh-huh. uh, videos and so okay so you got to do that next year but this year uh it's not too late to go to the confederate air force that's what it's called then confederate air force yeah, show. I remember. Mm-hmm. and it was in harlingen texas at that time mm-hmm. and so uh uh i bought a it sold a half interest in a 170 i had about a 182 mm-hmm. and my wife and daughter and i had trudged off to uh southeast texas to go to the uh, confederate air force show Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, after that, I uh, started attending air shows uh, throughout the southwest. And uh-huh. All right. So, so what so you're saying is... Yes, it's your number. Uh, your number of air shows. Yes. Oh, 
probably a hundred. Yeah. yeah. So you're saying you've been to a few. That's uh, <laughs> that's pretty impressive. Well, Ed, thank you so much yes. for uh, taking time to talk with us today. Yeah, well, good. Enjoy the rest of the air show. Let your podcast motivate a lot of people. We're we're hoping it we're does. Hoping, yeah. You know, our goal is to get more people interested in aviation. Right. You know, also the people that are already into it we think they'll enjoy it but then we also want to bring people who maybe don't know a lot about it so. well, well, let me add this to the, the conversation sure um the um nebo school district has uh, started a, <coughs> excuse me high school aviation program mm-hmm. okay. uh last year was its first official year and uh then this spring they got a, a real nice uh redbird flight simulator okay and uh they had 28 students last year. For the next school year, they have already pre-enrolled 132. Wow. wow. See? That, that's, See? That's why couldn't good. we have that stuff when we were oh, in high I, school? I know. I know. Seriously. We'd be on that side of the flight line. <laughs> so, you know, you, you want somebody to talk to, there's somebody else. Uh, yeah. Hey, uh, Mark you. Halls, one of my former students, uh, is uh, the instructor for that program. Mm-hmm. And uh, looking for more help now since the got so many people to enroll in the oh yeah you know in a uh, fall semester coming up great right. that's I, great I, to I, see I, that kind of interest one more question for ed one more hey, quick talking topic so as an aviation photographer you know one of the most amazing guys actually that's well known for photography why don't you tell me who you say is a good friend of yours an aviation photographer has a house in maui yeah paul bowen if you don't know who Paul Bowen is, Google it. Uh-huh. He he's the guy that really brought like the corporate jet photography, like air to air stuff, like the amazing stuff that you've seen. Like he pioneered that white turbulence photo. Yeah, the oh yeah, they're like flying right above the clouds. Which initially he tells me wasn't planned. They were doing a photo shoot out of Lake Tahoe. And he took off in the B-25 in the tail gunner position at the 25 and a citation jet was climbing up behind him when a citation jet came through the clouds and got that white turbulence. Awesome. Ah, that's neat. Let's go do that again. That's how that came about, you know. That's pretty amazing. Cool. All right. Excellent. Okay. Thank you again. Appreciate it. So it's Tony, Aaron, and Ryan with the Ramp Check Podcast, and we're, we've got a couple of uh, pretty special guests here with us right now. So we're just chit-chatting, and uh, this lady right here says, oh, wait, that's my husband. I'm like, well, wait, where? And she pointed up. I'm like, no way. So we're with Lauren and Micah. Hi, Lauren. Hi, guys. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. So your husband, that's good. See, she's looking like, is that okay? Did I say that? That's perfect. Um, so your husband is an F-35 pilot. He is. That was a good answer. Um, <laughs> and he, just, he, he just flew the, the lead ship in this uh, four-ship demo right now. Right. right? He was the first one. And, the, and you said that uh, we were chatting earlier, and you said that this was like the second time you've actually seen him fly? It is. I got to see him do the flyover at a Miami Dolphins game a couple months ago, but this air show is the first time I've really seen him fly oh, wow. in full action. That's cool. So how long has he been flying? A long time. He's been in the air 
there for almost 12 years, and has been flying the whole time, so that long. So did he fly F-16s before the F-35? Yes, he flew F-16s before. Did he, uh, did he tell you which plane he likes better? <laughs> he said he likes both. The F-16 answer. is capable in different ways. It's fun to fly, but the F-35 has a lot of new capabilities that the F-16 doesn't. That's pretty awesome. And we're also here with Micah. Micah was the guy that hooked us up with the snazzy uh, media passes. Are they snazzy? Or they're super snazzy. <laughs> pretty you awesome. feel really special. Oh, well, I irritate people because every time I walk by something, I'm like, uh, media. 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 Yeah. media. <laughs> media. Um, right. You know how many years we spent out in that crowd? So I think we kind of earned it. So I just want to give a, a little bit of insight to your guys' audience. Like, So that demo that they just flew for this air show is more than I've... I mean, I've been working with the F-35s for a couple of years, and that's more like maneuvering and cool stuff that I've ever seen them do before. So oh, everybody so that was too. at this air yeah. show was yeah. really, really lucky. Yeah, you know, we were at uh, Luke Air Force Base a couple months ago, and Luke did a little demo thing too, but it wasn't like this showing off the F-35. That was awesome. Yeah. Well, and, and my guess is that we saw a lot more of the F-35. Oh, look, they're getting ready to taxi by. Sweet. We're going to let Lauren wave to her husband. Uh, there he is. Let's go um, so, so one thing I wanted to say before we were so rudely interrupted by those aircraft um, is, isn't that just the coolest thing ever to see the HL insignia on the F-35 tails? Yeah, I, I think well, that's... It is for me specifically, just growing up with it, you working out here for a few years. Right. And, and just seeing the evolution of like aircraft and everything, yeah, it's. Right. I, I don't know how I can ever prevent getting chills every time <laughs> something flies over like that. It's so awesome. Well, Mikey, you didn't know yeah. I was actually stationed with the 729th here okay. back in 1987 Sweet. to 89. Yeah, he's old. Air battle manager. Or I, with the... I was just what they called a scope dope. Okay. Radar operations. Yeah. So yeah, I did that out here for it's a while. Good job. Yeah, it's, it's really uh... cool. Seriously, it's, it's pretty fun. I, I walked into one of the radar vans. Yeah. Nothing has changed yeah. since 1988. That's good so, to know. Yeah. They probably just have an iPad, though, hooked up underneath it all now. They, well, that's the part that he didn't show me. Scope, it's just Velcro to the bottom, you know, and they put that up. They so. just invested all that money in the F-35. So. <laughs> exactly, yeah. We it, It'll trickle down eventually. So now, I, I've got a question for Lauren. Um, I just kind of want to know really quick, how, how does it feel to be the wife of a pilot of an F-35? See, because, like, to me, I feel like you're a celebrity, and I'm like, because... When I was growing up, I looked up to these pilots, like, and so I'm just wondering what it's like. This is it something that like everybody knows, and you go places and they talk about it, or are you just kind of fly underneath the radar? No pun intended. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> my grandfather was a fighter pilot in the Air Force, also, so I've grown up my whole life thinking all the fighter jets are amazing, loving this kind of stuff. So the chances of meeting him and then marrying somebody who's a fighter pilot. Are slim, but it's amazing. Oh wow! So you didn't yeah. meet him through? Do you say your grandfather flew? He is. Yes. Yeah. So you didn't meet through that community or anything. You nope. just sort of randomly met, huh? And we you, met oh wow! Very randomly. Wow, that's crazy. Was it, was yeah. it like the bar scene in Top Gun? <laughs> you start singing, you lost that love and feeling. No, because she doesn't dress like a dude. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. No, we met oh, online, of all places. Online? Oh, oh wow. wow! So there is success. That's hey, I awesome. met my wife online. Oh, there you go. That's, that's right. Great. You did. E harmony, baby. E harmony. <laughs> There's a it plug. Works. 
And what did uh, what did your grandfather fly? If you don't mind me he asking, he flew all kinds of aircraft. Okay, <laughs> I was gonna say airplanes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We had to ask him for a list, and it was I don't know, fifteen or twenty oh, wow. planes. Oh wow! He flew in World War Two in Korea. Oh, but was in the Air Force for a very long time. Oh, so, wow. That's yeah. so, that's that's interesting. Yeah. That's and so... he uh, recently passed away a couple months ago. Oh, I'm sorry. But Jay got to meet him. Okay, and we folks, took his F-35 helmet with us to Colorado Springs oh, to visit my grandfather. So he got to see the updated helmet and hear about all the capabilities of that and the jet. And he loved that. Oh, it was really cool. That is so cool. Almost like passing the torch to the next generation. Yeah, that's wow. pretty cool. That's, yeah. awesome. That's so neat. Yeah. So I, 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 had, I had one other question for Lauren. Yes. It's Lauren, right? Yes. I just want to make sure I heard that okay. So since you haven't seen your husband fly a whole lot and then you just see this now, like, what was your reaction, your feeling? I think it's amazing. I just want to scream every time I see it. <laughs> so do we. Yeah. I would too. Cheer him on. Well, yeah. Anyway. yeah. But, um, it's really cool. And it, it's kind of hard to make the connection that he's actually in there. Yeah, I know I he is, but I, I can't it's really connect. <laughs> well, that's awesome. And Lauren, thank you for your service. I know that... Uh, uh, being a family member of somebody in the military does have its sacrifices as well. So thank you so much. And thank your husband for us, will you? It's our pleasure. And Micah, thank you so much again for uh, helping us out here. Now, let me jump in and interrupt you real quick. Yeah. Just do my job as an Air Force public affairs guy. So when these guys went to Red Flag for the first time, the ground forces and the, and the adversary air that they were flying against said it was a completely unfair fight. So the stuff that we saw today was really cool. But like the narrator said at the beginning, if the F-35 is doing what the F-35 is doing, you'll never see it, you'll never hear it, you'll just be dead. It's pretty neat. This is for show and getting people to, getting the oohs and ahs. Yeah, I, I, I we don't even know. such a great weapon. Awesome. We don't even know a fraction of the capabilities of this aircraft, and that's just exciting and scary as hell at the same time. Yeah, so I can get the feel that we're sort of finishing up here so um yeah do you want a sharpie what what is your husband's call sign fast fast, fast? fast? yes well, that works. Awesome. that's a great call sign no, i'm it's... not gonna ask <laughs> yeah we yeah ask. yeah we won't ask <laughs> how he got well i was gonna say there's no story behind that i promise <laughs> yeah. it's just because he flies really fast okay, all, right. all right sounds good great awesome yes thank you yes, thank you guys Hey, it's Tony and Ryan. We're back. The Ramp Check Podcast at the uh, Warriors over the Wasatch Air and Space Show here at Hill Hill Air Force Base. It is kind of warm outside, so uh, Hill Air Force Base, Ogden, Utah. If you're wondering where Aaron is, that's great, but Aaron got to go up on top of the big hangar up there. He's going to shoot the air show from there, so that's the best view out here. Yes, so got some great shots of your aircraft. I need his email. Yes. So pick a Check out our Instagram page here a little bit later. Get some really good shots. And uh, you just might find some shots of this guy on there. Now, uh, your call sign is fast, but what's your real name? Jay Durfler. Jay. It's nice to meet you, Jay. Thanks for taking a minute. And if you guys recall, we talked with Lauren, Jay's wife, a little bit earlier. She was a proud wife watching you fly. It was pretty cool. I still love the shirt. Yeah, yeah, shirt yeah. She's it's wearing, it's awesome. yeah, that shirt's pretty sweet. So, uh, so that was a flight of four, and you were the lead pilot. Is yeah, that correct? That's correct? Yeah, we uh, we were at we were perched a couple months ago. Um, 
to do a attack demonstration for the F-35. A little bit different than what you'll see from like the Thunderbirds or these other acts out here, which is more of a demonstration of aircraft capability. Uh, they asked us to show kind of what we could do as a, a war plane, essentially, an attack demonstration. Um, it was actually kind of funny when we were first asked to do something that we would do. I, I was thinking, you know, if, if we really do what we would do in war, you would never see us or hear us. So that would probably be pretty lame for the crowd. Uh, but yeah, we, we were approached a couple months ago. Uh, I was asked to put it together and lead the thing. And so here we are. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. I just the... I'm blown away by the F-35. Having So I lived here below Hill Air Force Base when I was probably oh, 10, really? 11 yeah. years old. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the primary aircraft out here was the F-105 Thunder Chief. Yeah. So to see it go from the Thunder Chief to the F-16 to the F-35, it's pretty amazing. Yeah. So have uh, what else have you flown? So I actually, uh, I've flown a few planes. I started out as an instructor at pilot training in the T-38. Uh, training the guys in the advanced part of pilot training to fly fighters. Um, I did that for a couple years, and then I flew uh, the MC-12, which is a two-engine prop plane, the King Air 350. Oh, okay. Flew that in Afghanistan for about six months. Uh, went back to the T-38 for a little while, and then went to fly the F-16. And then Hill Air Force Base was my first assignment in the F-16. Uh, so it's kind of interesting for you to hear even a third generation of aircraft here because I actually, uh, I finished out the F-16 program essentially here at Hill, went on the last combat deployment to Afghanistan in the F-16. And then a month later after getting back from Afghanistan, I was in training for the F-35 and back here flying the F-35. That's great. So now did you get to pick? Did they say, hey, do you want to fly this or stay with the F-16? Or was it kind of a no choice type thing? So they asked me that question, what do you want to do? And they also asked everybody else that question. And everybody <laughs> said, I want to go to the 35. Uh, I can just picture the whole room of hands yeah, going. Like, yep, I'll do that. Uh, yeah, so I, I was blessed for sure to get the opp- opportunity to do it. Not, not many people did. Um, but to be the first of something uh, is really, really cool. Like you were talking about the F-105. Like there was a first squadron of f 105s at some point mm-hmm. and then they were phased out and like I will be a part of that history of being the first of the F-35 uh, it's an amazing opportunity right. the jet is amazing oh, yeah. uh, but the other side of it that I really didn't think about getting into it was being that part of history oh, it's unbelievable yeah. it's really and then and even getting the transition so going on the last combat deployment in the F-16 at Hill where the jet has been flying for 30 years and then being here in the F-35, just getting to do both has been unbelievable. Yeah, that's that's pretty awesome. So I wanted to ask you, um, so what were the alternatives? So if they said, okay, we're going to transition the F-35, who wants to? What was the alternative? Like like flying a cargo plane full of rubber dog shit out of Hong Kong? Or <laughs> unfortunately, my uh, choices were a little bit better than that. Um, I was an instructor pilot in the F-16, which opened a few doors for me. Uh, so I had, I had some options. I could go be an instructor. Um, at the training base for F-16s at either Luke Air Force Base in Arizona or down at Holloman in New Mexico. Okay. Um, Or I I could have gone to a couple of the other F-16 bases. And I would have been perfectly happy with that. I love the F-16. It was an amazing aircraft. Uh, But the opportunity to switch over to the F-35 and stay here at Hill and it was just what I wanted to do. And like I said, I I was blessed to get the opportunity to do it. That's great. That's so... um so I just have kind of a question about, so when you're up there and you're flying, 
and I don't even know if you can put it into words, but I mean, what's what's that like when you just hit that afterburner? Or I don't. I mean, I just I just can't imagine what it would be like. So, is there a description or anything you can say? There is not a description, unfortunately. I've been flying for about ten years, and I've been trying to figure out a way to explain to people how incredible it is. But it it's hard to because there's nothing to compare it to. I could say, have you ever been on a roller coaster? And, You'd say yes, and I'd say, okay, it's like 10 times better than that, but how can you, ex- I, I don't know, it's, and I will say that flying in an air show like this, where we're low and fast, that's where you really appreciate it, because you have a frame of reference. Oh, yeah. A lot of times when we're doing our stuff, we're up so high, like you are in an airliner, and you have no frame of reference, so I could be going above the speed of sound, and it feels no different than flying around at slow airspeeds, but when you're down low, and you're flying around, and the amount of G-forces, it's just... It's crazy, and it's funny. Like, I will get to get to flying sometimes, and it becomes so second nature that I forget how awesome it is. And then I come out to a place like this, and then I look at at the planes doing exactly what I did, mm-hmm. and I find myself saying like, "Wow, that looks really cool." <laughs> and then realize, wait, I was just doing that. Like, it becomes yeah. so routine. I mean, yeah. I, we love what we do, and we appreciate right. the opportunity, but. It, it becomes so second nature that you forget sometimes. Unless you, you step back and look, like how amazing it is. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. It really is. Yeah. Well, you guys are, honestly, both of you are a great story. Thank yeah. you so much, like, for answering our questions. No, absolutely. I, I honestly think the story of, you know, you guys being together and her grandfather flying and then you just being so cool and nice, like, it's a great story. And for guys like us who... We grew up watching it, and we were involved in aviation. We didn't quite get into it like you did and and everything like that as far as being able to fly like you are, but it impresses us every time, and so it's awesome that you're able to, like, answer these questions for us. Well, I was going to say, opportunities like this, I live for. I grew up in a small country town in the middle of nowhere in Texas. Dad barely graduated high school. Um... First in my immediate family to go to college. Never did I think I'd be flying the most advanced fighter in the world. Um, and I always had like this desire, like I would see planes in the air and I think this is something I want to do, but I never thought that I'd actually get to do it. My first time I was ever in a plane is when I was flown to boot camp in college for the Air Force. I'd never been in an airliner and here I am flying. So people like you, organizations like Ramp Check, I love you guys because like y'all love aviation and y'all love talking about it and it gets people interested and it's I, I love it I, I would talk to you guys all day I would talk to the little kid who comes up and asks about the plane all day because as a kid I didn't have exposure so any exposure I can give to people about what we do whether it's military or just flying because it is one of those things that not many people get to do yeah, so. that's an awesome pitch basically yeah. for our podcast because yeah. that's what we want to do like yeah, we'll go we'll go somewhere with a group of people and we're talking about this and that yeah. and they have no clue because they haven't really experienced it so our goal is to just bring aviation to more yes. than just the aviation yes, community absolutely. so thank you for what absolutely. you said that's yeah perfect. thank you so much okay so I got one question yeah, for please. you and then we'll let you go please so I asked Lauren what the story was behind your call sign <laughs> and she just chuckled and says there's no story really <laughs> yeah. and she did that's all she so what's the story behind your call sign so is there <laughs> yes there is a story 
No, you do not know me well enough for me to tell you. No, we'll, we'll just say this. We can leave it there. No, we'll just say this. Uh, it, the story did come from one of my first flights in the F-16. Okay. We'll just say that I thought I was flying a lot faster than I was. Turns out I was going really slow and got made fun of a lot because I wasn't as fast as I thought I was. So now everybody calls me fast because I'm not. That's fast. awesome. Yes. That's awesome. That's awesome. Now what you fly is now it's very really fast. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. Hey, well, thanks again, you guys. We'll let you enjoy the Thunderbirds and the rest of the yeah. air show. Best of luck to you. Thanks for letting me chat yes. with you. Oh, anytime. You. Hey, it's it's uh, Tony and Ryan of the Ramp Check Podcast. If you can hear us, the wind kind of picked up. The music is picked up. The intensity. The crowd has picked up, and I believe we're getting ready for the Thunderbirds. Uh, wait, wait, what was that? Sorry, I'm, I'm too distracted. <laughs> All right, uh, you know, I keep telling people to keep an eye on our Instagram page for pictures, but this isn't live. <laughs> it's a podcast. That's true. Well, you I'm, might have to edit that out then. <laughs> but I'm having fun today. That's all right. And uh, anyway, it's time for the Thunderbirds. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's it. I hope you enjoyed our special coverage of the Warriors over the Wasatch Air and Space Show from last weekend at Hill Air Force Base in Ogden, Utah. I'm Tony Rumfall, reminding you, check out our pictures. Uh, we just put a bunch of them up on our Instagram page. Find us there at at Ramp Check Global. Not at at, but at Ramp Check Global. Our uh, latest version of the podcast or latest edition of the podcast just went live, so you can uh, go ahead and check that out uh, wherever you get your favorite podcasts. That would be Google Play, Apple Podcasts, uh, or, of course, SoundCloud, or anywhere else. Why don't you run to Best Buy and just say, Hey, Alexa, play the Ramp Check podcast. See what happens. Uh, Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you share it. Give us a five-star rating. And until next time, see ya.